0: Welcome to Explain It for Trinity Sunday, and the gospel lesson for today is taken from the Gospel of John, John chapter 3. Now, the Sunday, Trinity Sunday, celebrates this mystery that is revealed in the scriptures that we have one God uh, revealed to us in three distinct persons. So, triune, you could think uh, three in one. If you ever played uh, the game Uno, you know, if you only had one card left, uh, you would. You know, you would uh, shout out Uno. Uh, and so it's three in uh, three in one. One God in unity with three distinct persons. And the Apostle Paul just kind of throws up his hands in the epistle lesson for today, Romans chapter 11, and says, Oh, the depths of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable his judgments and his paths beyond tracing out. And uh, so this... Um, This beautiful gift of the Trinity given to us is a mystery, uh, a sacred mystery, but it's revealed in the scriptures. And uh, this Trinity also brings to us beautiful and wonderful, wonderful gifts. So uh, where is the Trinity revealed in the scriptures? And how does this triune God work out the gift of salvation? And what gifts uh, does this triune God, one God, three distinct persons give to us? Um, All right, so first of all, where is the Trinity revealed in the scriptures? Now, the word Trinity isn't actually used, but it is referenced Uh, in a number of different places. So, I like to refer to it as the ABCs of the Trinity. The first A, uh, the Annunciation. In Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38, the angel comes to Mary and tells her that she is going to be with child conceived by the Holy Spirit. Now, she's afraid. And so, the angel says to her in Luke chapter 1, verse 30, Do not be afraid, Mary, you have found favor with God. You will be with child and will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus. And then the angel says he will be great and will be and will be called the son of the most high and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. So you, there you have this idea, Mary. You're going to have a son, the Son of God. So this is the second person of the Trinity. Well, this son has a father, and this father, the Lord God, will give him the throne of his uh, throne of his father, David. And so Mary asked, "How will this be? Uh, since I am a virgin." And the angel answered, "The Holy Spirit will come upon you." And the power of the Most High will overshadow you, so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. So, one God, three distinct persons. Um, the Father is going to send His Son. This Son is going to assume uh, a human nature, take on human flesh, um, be born of the Virgin. And this will happen because the Holy Spirit will conceive in Mary um, this, uh, this Son. And so uh, the A of the ABCs of the Trinity, the Annunciation. The B stands for Baptism, and you can find this in in the Gospels. Uh, one account is in the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew chapter three. The text says, "As soon as Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist, he went up he went up out of the water, and at that moment heaven was opened, and he." saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. So there you have one God, again, in three distinct persons. There Jesus is in the water. Son of God, who has taken on human flesh, being baptized by John the Baptist. Baptist. So Jesus is in the water. You have uh, the voice of the Father saying, This is my Son, uh, whom I love. With him I am well pleased, and the Spirit of God descending like a dove. So that's the uh, B of the ABCs. The C is uh, twofold, creation and the great, uh, we call it the great commission. So in Genesis chapter 1, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And in verse 2 of Genesis 1, it says, The earth was formless and empty, and darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. So you have uh, God the Father speaking a word, let there be light. You have the Spirit hovering over the waters. And now we know from John chapter 1, the gospel, that this Word is the second person of the Trinity, it is the Son of God. Uh, John says in his Gospel, chapter 1, In the beginning was the Word, capital W, the second person of the Trinity, the Son of God. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and he was with God in the beginning. And then in verse 3 it says, Through him all things were made, and without him nothing was made that has been made. So, in in the work of creation, there you have one God, three distinct persons. And then in Matthew chapter 28, uh, Jesus says to his disciples, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go make disciples of all nations and do it this way, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So, the Trinity is revealed uh, throughout the scriptures. Again, not the specific name, Triune, but rather we see it in the Annunciation, uh, the Baptism of Jesus, uh, the Creation, and also Jesus himself speaking of it in uh, the Great Commission. So, how does this Triune God work out, then, the gift of salvation? Well, it is one God, three distinct persons, and this one God has one salvation plan. All three persons of the Godhead are involved in it. The Father, you could say, authors the plan of salvation from eternity. The Son is the one who is going to accomplish the plan, the work of salvation. Uh, The Holy Spirit is the one who will distribute or apply uh, the gifts of salvation. Now you see this most clearly in the gospel lesson in John chapter three, verse sixteen. I don't know if you've ever thought about it this way, but John three sixteen is a Trinitarian um, revelation. One God, three distinct persons, one salvation plan. John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. God the Father so loves the world, that he gives his Son, the one and only Son, the second person of the Trinity. And this Son is the one who dies, who, who accomplishes the plan of salvation. And then this gift of the forgiveness of sins is offered, given, distributed to us. And we receive that then by faith because it is the third person of the Holy Spirit who creates that faith. So Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Uh, Paul speaks of this as well, Ephesians chapter 1. So if you ever were troubled by, you know, that English grammar class where the teacher would have you diagram all of these sentences and you'd have to figure out, you know, these prepositional phrases that come off uh, either a verb, you know, or a noun, uh, and you wonder what's the importance of all of that. Well, in Ephesians chapter 1, there's a beautiful representation of how Uh, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, again, one God, three distinct persons, are working out this plan of salvation. And you'll see it in these prepositional phrases. So Ephesians chapter 1, Paul writes, "'Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ.'" So right from the beginning, Paul's saying, "'There's a Father.'" There is the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and these blessings from the heavenly realms are given to us, these spiritual blessings, how? Prepositional phrase, in Christ Jesus. Now, it continues, verse 4, for he, God the Father, for he chose us. Note there, it doesn't stop with the period. It continues, it says, for he chose us in him. In Christ Jesus, before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. So the Father in eternity authors the plan of salvation he, he chooses. How? Well, in Christ Jesus. It's never separated from the work of Jesus. And we'll find also the gift of the Holy Spirit gives us then that work of Jesus in the forgiveness of sins, and gives us the gift of faith to, to believe it, to trust in it. Verse five. It continues, in love, he, the Father, predestined us to be adopted as his sons. Another prepositional phrase. Phrase how, through Jesus Christ, in accordance with his pleasure and will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us. Again, how, in the one He loves. So, the plan of salvation is never separated uh, from the persons of the Trinity. All three uh, are uh, involved. Father authors, Son accomplishes, and the Holy Spirit applies. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7 begins again with a prepositional phrase. In Him, in Jesus, we have the redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace, that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding." Now verse 13 now speaks of how this gift of the work of Jesus in his death and resurrection for the forgiveness of sins is given to us. uh, The gift of faith created by the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 1 verse 13, "...and you also were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation." Having believed, you were marked in Him with a seal, a promise, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit, guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession, to the praise of His glory. So there you go. You have it: one God, three distinct persons, uh, one plan of salvation. Paul continues uh, in another place, Second Thessalonians chapter two. He says. But we ought always to thank God for you, brothers, loved by the Lord, because from the beginning, God chose you to be saved through the sanctifying work of the Spirit and through belief in the truth. He called you to this through our gospel that you might share in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Again, a triune God working out this plan. Peter speaks of it in 1 Peter chapter 1. He says, Peter, uh, an apostle of Jesus Christ to God's elect, strangers in the world, and scattered throughout Pontius, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, Bithynia, who have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, through the sanctifying work of the Spirit, for obedience to Jesus Christ and sprinkling by his blood, grace and peace be yours in Abundance. So, one distinct uh, plan of salvation, three distinct persons, um, one God. The Father authors the plan of salvation. The Son accomplishes the work of salvation. The Holy Spirit uh, distributes, offers, applies the work of Jesus, the gifts of salvation. So, um, we have the Trinity revealed in the Scriptures. Uh, this triune God working out the plan of salvation. And now, what gifts, what specific gifts does this triune God give? Now, you'll often hear these words at the end of uh, a worship service. It is the blessing from Numbers chapter 6. Moses tells Aaron that um, this is how they are to bless the people. They are, they are to be um, blessed by having the triune God place his name upon them. So these are the words, Numbers chapter 6, beginning at verse 24. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give to you peace. Now we need these gifts. We, we need this Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Um, constantly giving us gifts because we are in a war with the unholy trinity. Uh, The unholy trinity is always against the gifts of God and against the people of God. This unholy trinity, the devil, the world, the corrupted world, and our own corrupted, sinful flesh, uh, they're only about murdering and killing and corrupting and destroying and lying and deceiving and leading us into idolatry and sin and great shame, uh, wanting to enslave us in our sin, separate us, alienate us from God and from one another. Again, always uh, lying to us, deceiving us, not telling us the truth about who God is, and the gifts that he wants to give to his creation. And ultimately, this unholy trinity wants to create misbelief about God, unbelief. And when you have that, it always leads to despair. But the work of the triune God is always about uh, taking what the devil, the world and the sinful flesh corrupts. And uh, you could say it this way, recreating the creation it was good it was very good in genesis chapter 2 the devil comes and corrupts the uh, the creation but now in christ jesus um the triune god recreates us provides for us protects us uh jesus redeems us he buys us back from slavery Uh, slavery to sin and death and the devil. And the Holy Spirit takes the works of Jesus and applies them to us. Uh, And in doing that, we have these perfect works credited to us. And so now we are made holy because we have the holiness of another placed upon us. So the triune God has these these themes of creation and redemption and sanctification, uh, weaved all throughout the the revelation of the scriptures. So you could say it this way: that our God is so uh, abundant, super abundant in giving gifts. Um, the Father, He wants to give to us all of His creation. You know, the psalmist says, "The eyes of all look to You." and you give them their food at the proper time, you open your hand and you satisfy the desires of every living thing. And so we pray, we pray for our daily bread, and the Father is is abundant in his uh, provision for us. The Son gives to us all of his works, these perfect works, the accomplished work of his death and resurrection, the forgiveness of sins, the sacrifice, And He gives that work to us from the cross, He accomplishes it, says it is finished. On the third day, He rises, He rules and reigns. And the Holy Spirit then takes the finished work of Jesus and offers it to us, applies it to us, gives us the gift of faith. And along with that gift of faith, He gives to us then all good, all good gifts to serve uh, the neighbor and to fear, love and trust. Uh, in God above all things. So, another way of looking at it is that we can pray boldly and confidently according uh, uh, to the revelation of the Trinity. Pray this way. Abba, Father. As dear children speaking to a, a dear Father. Abba, Father. We can pray to Jesus. Lord Jesus, have mercy on me, the sinner. That It is Christ who has accomplished the work of salvation. The Father didn't die for us. The Holy Spirit didn't die for us. It is the second person, the Lord Jesus, who has taken on human flesh and has gone to the cross and has uh, borne our sin and has defeated that in his resurrection. And so we cry out, Lord, have mercy on me, the sinner. And then we can pray, come, Holy Spirit, come, give to us all the gifts. Uh, that you have for us in in Jesus. So, the Trinity. It is uh, revealed in the scriptures, it is the sacred mystery, but it brings uh, with it uh, this revelation of one God, three distinct persons, doing everything needed for our salvation from eternity to eternity in time, this God working out this plan of salvation, and this God giving to us all good gifts. Again, John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world, that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life.